All right, guys. We're here among the stones with Will Giuliani. And uh, tell us a little about yourself. Hi, I'm, I'm Will Giuliani. Thanks for the introduction. Um, I live in Southern California, like LA, Marina Del Rey. Um, I found grip sport a few years back um, by hanging around the training hall. And uh, after my first competition, I was hooked and uh, there was no looking back. And I, I threw my, my, my full self in it. And, uh, you know, it, it's, just, uh, it's just been a wild ride and a lot of fun. Um, I, I'm going to do it till I'm dead. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool, man. Definitely. That's what we say too, because, uh, we see guys like Ode Haugen still doing grip and we're just like, man, that's killer. You could definitely do it forever. And you don't have to kill yourself. Yeah, and you don't have to kill yourself doing like strongman and stuff like that, you know? So. Yeah, he's, he's still out there hitting PRs. Um, I was at the, uh, the, uh, the Arnold at 120 kilos on the Saxon bar, which is all time PR for him. And that's then awesome. at the, uh, at the LA fit expo just, just this weekend, I think he followed that up with 115. He had, uh, he had uh, 122 and a half, like up halfway on his shins, I think. And wow. it was real close. Um, but it, he'll, he'll go out there and get that next time. I'm sure. That's cool. That's crazy, man. That's awesome. See him still getting stronger. That is just, yeah, very inspirational. Yeah, we've got a really good group down here. It's it's a it's a pleasure to see all the you know the lifters that come out like Carl Myerskoff and you know uh, Travis and you know uh, there's a new guy William Reed who's been coming around who's just a phenom. He's an 80 kilo guy that I think is going to give Rogowski a run for his money. That'll um, be awesome. Yeah, yeah, we watched actually, him. Uh, yeah, we watched him throughout his training from when he started in grip, which yeah. only like a couple of years back. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he's been doing really well. Um, uh, William Rita actually competed at the uh, at the LA Fit Expo one handed um, because he, he he cut his hand. And, oh wow! Uh, yeah, I saw that. It was, it was pretty darn good one handed. I saw his lifts; they were they were impressive for one hand lifts, man. I think his I think his uh, axle was like 70 kilos which is like really good even for a rolling thunder lift for yeah yeah absolutely he was able to keep all that weight in his hands and balance it too is really remarkable um but yeah i had a i, I hurt i hurt my back about a, two weeks ago two weeks ago thursday and uh, um you know I, I wasn't really present during my deadlift session i was lifting 315 and then I was going to go and lift 325 next. So when I was thinking about what I needed to add on, I looked down at the three plates and I was like, one, two, three. Okay. Then a 25 on each side and that's 325. <laughs> now that's 365. So I was like, I was just lifting it. And while I was picking it up, I was thinking about buying new shoes. Um, it just, I, I wasn't really focused and I just popped something in my back and I sat down wow. and I thought, thought about life for a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, competing at the LA Fit Expo was only, uh, five days since I was like walking again. So it was probably not the best idea to go for it. Um, and they were doing, <laughs> they, were, they were doing 10 So the first, the first event was the, the, uh, Paul and Axel and then the, uh, Roland Thunder and then the Saxon. 
I really hit my my goals for the year at the Arnold for the the first two, and I've been chasing a Saxon PR for the longest time. I've I've had seventy kilos after every single competition I've done almost, um, and I know I can do eighty. I've done it at the training hall just just regularly, but um, never in competition. So I was like I was really showing up at the LA Fit to do a Saxon bar pull. Um, so they were doing uh, 10 kilo jumps on the axle. So I, I opened it, I, I opened it 130 and that, that was really fine. And it was gonna go 130, 140, 150. And then I think I was gonna go 155. You can, you can on your fourth attempt, you can, uh, or your final attempt, you can, you can choose a, a fraction. Um, so I was gonna do 55, which would have been a PR. Um, so I did 130 and that was fine. And I, then I went up for 140 and pop, same thing again. Um, I posted the video on my on my Instagram. I knew right away. I was like, oh, the, uh, oh damn. <laughs> yeah. um, um, and, uh, you know, I borrowed a, a, someone's Theragun and I went after it. And, you know, I was walking around and I knew I was like, if I sit down, I'm going to lock up. So I just got to stay standing, stay moving around. Um, cause I was going to do the rolling thunders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, I, I, I asked for some belts cause I normally, I don't, I don't really have any equipment. I just go in there with some tennis shoes on and, and, you know, pull the thing. Um, so I got like a soft belt and then I got a big, big leather weight belt. Um, and, um, I, I, I went up to the Rolling Thunder and I pulled 35 kilos uh, just in the warm up, and it hurt. It hurt, um, but not more than standing did. So I was like, okay, I can do that. So I'll open at 35, and then if, and then I'll do 45. And if 45 doesn't hurt more than 35, then I'll go for a PR today. So I was going to do. Uh, 65 next. So I did 35 and that was fine. 45 and that was fine. So I jumped up to 65 and that was fine too. And it really felt light in my hand. I was like, I'm I, I punched the air. I celebrated. I yelled. Um, and then apparently I blacked out. I hit the ground. I was caught by a few people. Um, wow. And um, I Carl Marskopf says I was out for, you know, 12 to 15 seconds with my eyes open and unresponsive. Everybody said it was pretty scary. But I woke up um, and I said, where am I? I said, the LA Fit Expo. It's like, did I hit my head? No, we caught you. Did I get the lift? Yes, you got it. And I said, okay, 77 and a half. <laughs> but then, they, they wouldn't they wouldn't let me continue uh, uh chad clark the the head referee was like well well a loving man but you know dude i, I can't have you lifting anymore <laughs> you need to do it <laughs> and i was like okay chad i i get it i get it i knew that the, i knew i had 77 and a half in there too but um but it was it was kind of uh interesting because lately i've been changing the way i approach the rolling thunder um before I would, you know, I would pull it up, with, you know, with my back and my shoulder mm -hmm. and you know, kind of like lean back and everything. Um, so it was more of a full body pull. But um, since the Arnold, I've been training it in a much more upright, like, so I approach the handle already in a locked out position. Mm -hmm. 
in my yeah. upper body and in the, almost like a super sumo stance. And the only thing that's actually moving during the lift is my legs. So I just lock yeah. out my knees and, and it's a lift. Um, so that, that may have been to my detriment and like, I'm not getting as many reps in the lower back and it may have weakened it. Um, but it actually helped me, uh, continue to lift the rolling thunder through the injury because I was, all I had to do was move my legs and my back could remain, you know, still embraced. Um, but yeah, so I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't get the 77 and a half and I didn't get to do the Saxon bar. Um, but it was a really, really cool competition. There was the, there was a strong man stuff with the throwing and the moss wrestling and the farmer's carries. And, uh, it was really cool because, uh, uh, the strong men also get in on the double overhand axle. Um, when, when the arm lifters are going, the strong men have the double overhand axle as an event in their competition. So we all do it at the same time. Oh, that's cool. So it's, it's really fun to see like uh, 70 and 80 kilo arm lifters beating out open heavyweight strong men on the double overhand axle. Um, that's a lot of fun to see, you know, grip, grip pride. <laughs> yeah exactly we can finally beat him at something <laughs> right um but then we saw some some i think carl set here on my google sheets oh yeah 232 uh on the on the axle deadlift and then 135 on the saxon which is incredible and then um, we had a, a new guy that I've never never met before, um, who was just casually rolled up, and uh, uh, he was a seventy kilo guy. And I was like, "Hey, what's your background?" He was like, "Oh, I'm a rock climber." And I was like, "Oh, have you ever done any grip before?" He was like, "I've done a grip competition about fifteen years ago." And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's that's cool. Well, you know, what are you expecting to pull today?" And he was like, "Oh, about hundred and fifty on the axle at least." And I was like, you know, that's a, that's a world record for your, your size. And he was like, well, we'll see. So he goes ahead and he pulls that. And then he also pulls 92 and a half on the Saxon bar. Mm. Like well over body weight. Like this, this, this guy is, uh, and I think, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Kevin Peroni. I think he's out, of, he's someone to look out for. He just like blow, blowing his competition away honestly what was his name again kevin baroni kevin I couldn't baroni. Find him um but he'll be popping up i i he's uh not too far from chad clark um, okay so i'm sure that he'll be uh, i link them up and hopefully uh they're able to uh you know, connect and do some competitions get more lifting in together yeah they got a good group oh yeah there. i imagine that group will motivate anybody uh-huh uh-huh but yeah so um we uh, me and uh the lightweight gang down here in southern california all showed up injured i i had a hurt back and travis hurt hurt his shoulders and and william cut his hand so Jeez. this is gonna be yeah. our first like real showing as like a you know the ninja turtles have gripped out here or something um <laughs> we all just sort of <laughs> limped to the finish line <laughs> Um, so, uh, the plan was to do this and as sort of a warm up comp for the super series, uh, at the training hall. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think I'm just going to go and, 
like help run the contest and I'll save save my lifts for either uh, the first stage up at Ricardo's or down at uh, Dave Dupuis and at Grinder Gym in San Diego because it, it, it'll give me more time to recover. Because um, yeah. I, because for the for the first stage, there's the double overhand uh, blue fat grip, which is how I train my axle anyway. So that's that's my home lift, and I'm expecting, I'm hoping to hit well. If I didn't get all these injuries and and weeks of not training, um, I was hoping to hit 300, 300 pounds on that. So if I can get 290 on that, that would be nice. And that's something that I don't think I would hurt myself pulling, given a couple of weeks of, of healing. And then I've always been able to get close or a little bit over a body weight on the hilt. And then uh, I think I'm good for, I don't know, like 75 to possibly 77 and a half kilos on the uh, two inch crusher or Raptor. Um, so I'm looking forward to that contest. Um, I just wish I didn't have as many uh, bumps in the road getting to it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you said you train your your uh, axle with uh, blue fat grips at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I the first few years of doing arm lifting, I trained at a commercial gym like a LA Fit, uh, not LA Fit, like LA Fitness or like Crunch or something like that. Um, but for the last year, I've been training at uh, the gym in my apartment complex, which actually is really nice. It's got uh, you know. Uh, place to do a bench press it's got a place to do a squat it's got a, a bar full barbells so you could do deadlifts there um it's got free weights and, and you know machines and um it, it's it's got it's got like the bare minimum you, you need to you know, become a strong person so i just i just i don't want to buy an axle i don't think i will until i have like my own place and i can build a garage gym out um and I, I just use the blue fat grips. I, I invested in a rolling pin, which I think is not a rolling pin. <laughs> what am I, a baker? <laughs> <laughs> a loading pin. Uh, my mom's baking her cherry pies. And that's why it's, it's on my head. That's um, a rolling I was pin now. To, yeah, I was supposed to be going to uh, the world's strongest man driving up to Sacramento. Uh, my parents live in Stockton. That's where I grew okay. up. And, I was gonna stay with them and then drive the 40 minutes each morning to go watch the heats for the world's strongest man. But um, I can't, I can't, because I'm hurt. <laughs> and the drive, an eight-hour drive, would yeah, be miserable. Kill and then standing on concrete would, yeah, I would, it would, unless I'm just high as a kite on muscle relaxers or something, which I don't have, uh, it wouldn't be a good time. <laughs> Show up in a wheelchair, um, you should get like right up front. Yeah, you so know? a loading pin. Right, right. Um, um, but yeah, so a, lo a loading pin was uh, probably the first and best, best purchase someone interested in grip can get. Um, and then uh, the blue fat grips as well. You don't have to invest in, a, in the axle. If you got the money and the space for it, I recommend it. But the, the blue fat grips have really done, done me well. 
Um, the one thing you got to worry about, though, is you actually have to, and this has been a problem for me, is um, the blue fat groups, because they're thicker and you, they have more feedback, um, you can't lift as much as you can as on the axle. Um, so I'll train my deadlifts with the blue fat grips and then I'll go and work on the axle and it's a lot heavier of a deadlift. It's for me, it's like 15 to 10% heavier. Um, so like what I can, what, like if I, if I can max out on the, uh, blue fat grips, it's probably about 300 pounds. If I'm maxing out on the, the, uh, the axle is probably about 333 pounds. So and on a deadlift that, that, you know, 33 pounds makes a difference. Um, so you gotta, you gotta train your deadlift beyond the uh, blue fat groups, which is something that has always been a problem for me is uh, keeping my deadlift strength up to where my grip is at. Um, Cause my deadlift is the limiting factor on my, my, uh, my axle pull, unfortunately. Uh, if you look in any comment section of a, a deadlift of mine, you can always see someone uh, tearing, my, tearing my form up one way or another. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We ran into that same thing. My deadlift wasn't as it wasn't as high as my axle for a little while, and then I just had to work the deadlift to get it up mm -hmm. in order to even be able to do the axle the way I wanted to. It was getting crazy. My legs would be shaking, and you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. on an axle pull that you know I should be able to do no problem. Mm -hmm. ridiculous i had to get yeah. my you know deadlift over 400 pounds so i felt like all right at least i could you know train the axle right 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 absolutely like I, it's 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 discouraging sometimes because like i was at the training hall the other the other day and i did uh, a 500 pound deadlift with uh farmer's handles mm -hmm. uh so it was 250 per hand and like that was the heaviest thing I've ever picked up in my life. And it felt kind of smooth. I was like, this is deceiving. Cause then I go back to my home gym and I hurt my back on 365. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I pulled 560 on a silver dollar deadlift. And uh, yeah, you go on a straight bar, normal deadlift. I'm lucky to break 410. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah, but yeah I never I, I never really had a had an athletic background and uh, you know, so I didn't have a you know a solid foundation and the lifting that I did was just you know previous to this was just to supplement you know sort of uh, I guess it was sort of like a, an aesthetic situation why I was you know moving weights around you know just sort of like oh look good um, but that never interested me really because I didn't it, there's no goal like I want to have my shoulders be this big doesn't seem like a goal to, that I should strive for um, <laughs> um, or like I want I want three more veins on my calf by the end of the month you know like this <laughs> um, so um, so yeah so when I I, uh, I had I was watching YouTube and uh, I got this recommendation to watch uh, the 1977 finals of the world's strongest man. And I watched it, it was just captivating. Cause I remember watching it when growing up a little bit, um, but I never watched the really old stuff, um, you know, with the, with the, the bending over the head Arms, yeah. and, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, just the ridiculous antics that they used to get into. Cause they were all just like mostly normal folk 
you know, it was like football players. And then there was just a, like an Olympic thrower and then a couple of, you know, uh, strength athletes. Um, and then I, I watched uh, every, like all 40 years, like over a course of a couple of days. And then I Googled, you know, um, strongman gym near me. I was like, just, I got, I got to, I got to sort this out and go see if, see what these guys are all about. Cause it was really, it was, it was captivating stuff. And I was just, I dived in it and, you know, I was, uh, as I'm watching, I'm, I'm becoming fans of these people. I'm reading the Wikipedia pages and, you know, I learned the legend of, you know, John Paul Sigmerson and all that. And it's yeah, just, no. you know, uh, uh, mythological creatures this sport builds. Um, <laughs> And uh, so I, uh, I, I find that the training hall is not too far from me. So I go check that out. And, and uh, um, I had just finished watching, um, I think it was 2017's World's Strongest Man, where Martins came in fourth place. And I show up to the training hall. I didn't know that he worked. I, knew it was, I didn't know they were affiliated. I don't know, didn't know that it was like, I wasn't that deep in yet. So I show up to the training hall and Martins is right there just messing around. I'm like, you're Martins Lisa's, you know, fourth, fourth, uh, fourth place in the world's strongest man. He's like, Hey, how's it going? You, you want to learn how to do log today? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he taught me how to do log and it was a good time. Um, I, and I, uh, and it was a, there was a strongman contest like four weeks later that I signed up for. Um, and they were kind of, uh, five events and they were kind of grip heavy there was a, a farmer's carry there was a log press there was a double overhand axle there was a uh moss wrestling and one more that i'm escaping me off the top of my head um but i, I placed you know middle of the pack and in, in all the grip stuff um and then i got second in the moss and then I just, just absolutely garbage. Oh, it was a, it was a yoke, just garbage on the yoke and the press. And, you know, Ode Haugen said, you know, you're not a very good strong man, um, <laughs> but you, you got a pretty good grip. You should come check out arm lifting. We have a contest uh, for that coming up later. So, you know, train your grip and come back. Um, and I remember the axle uh, that I pulled was a hundred kilos. I pulled a hundred kilos the first time I ever touched a double overhand axle. Um, and, uh, a few months later, there's that contest and I pulled like 120, 125, I think. Um, now I'm pulling, hopefully I'm pulling 155, but the last time I was in a contest, it was 152 and a half. Um, and that's all, that's all training on the blue fat grip for instance. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, that's kind of how I got into to grip and, and lifting with a, with a goal, I guess, because I, I, without, without arm lifting, I probably wouldn't be lifting at all. Because I would have tried out strongman, but in order to be good and competitive, you just have to work hard, so hard on so many different things. Like I follow a lot of strongmen and like, you know, people that go get nationals invites and this and that. And they, are, people my size are doing 350 pound logs. Like every three days in their garage. <laughs> <laughs> nope, yep. that ain't coming anytime soon. Exactly. I'm not doing that. I'm not, I don't want to yeah, work no. that hard. 
Um, but I do work really hard at arm lifting. It's just not a 350 pound log every three, every three days, you know. Um, exactly. It doesn't kill you. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my, my training, I do, uh, you know, five or six days a week. Um, I get programmed by Ricardo. Um, and uh, right now we're doing, I mean, when I'm not hurt, we're, we're doing about, you know, three to four days of grip of those five to six days. Um, you know, probably to the detriment of my whole body strength and ability. But I, I guess, you know, I'm not competing in anything else. Um, yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Um, yeah, I guess I, I'm, you know, a, a, a super grip specialist, but you know, with no, with not too much to show for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, am so doing a, uh, I am doing a, a, uh, Oh, it has a team contest at the training hall, and I'm going to be signing up with that uh, for that. And uh, there's a carry, there's a, a deadlift, there's a uh, a press, and then it ends with moss. So of the of, and it's so you you pick yourself, and then two teammates. One has to be of a at least one has to be of an opposite gender, and everybody has to be in different weight classes. Um, oh, that's, oh, that's cool. cool. Neat, neat setup. Yeah. So, and then uh, when you're doing your events, every your whole team goes at the same time. So there's going to be like for the deadlift, there'll be like a car deadlift, and then there'll be like a, a normal deadlift, and then uh, like an axle deadlift on wagon wheels, and then there'll be a the carry, and someone's got you know a shield, and then there'll be a farmer's, and then the other person is carrying a yoke, and they're all going at the same time. Like you go, and then come back and tag the next person, and then they'll go and go back. So I've done that one a couple of times and I've never, never done well on it. Um, but it's always a really, it's always a really fun uh, contest to do. And um, it's, it's a good one for uh, people who just want to try out strong, man. It's like, yeah. one of the, it's kind of that level of, uh, cause it's like, you know, if you win, I don't know if you get an invite or anything to anything is, I think it's just a team competition. It's, it's for fun. Um, so I told my teammates, I was like, hey, do you want to do this with me? But like, don't get mad if we don't win because we won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I do I do compete in strongman like maybe once or twice a year. I think I might do the 805 uh, at the end in, in December as well. Um, and that one's a little harder. Um, but I don't I, I I've got I've got no illusions about me being a strong man um i just i just do it because i've got a competitive bug and uh i like being around those people yeah it's, yeah. it's fun to train strong man but like you said yeah. i'm never doing a 350 pound log for fun yeah no not even if you paid me i don't you can, I, I mean it, i don't know money's really cool yeah, yeah. If, if you paid me i i would do it i would try at least i would die yeah, try it. <laughs> is, it, is there insurance yeah. <laughs> do i have two years to get up to the 350 pounds <laughs> i can't do that now right now <laughs> no but yeah so um yeah more questions do you have questions i feel like i've just been rambling mostly Oh, no, that's okay. We are actually more focused on grip specifics. So we're not even asking the same 10 questions we used to. We're uh, focused on just the flow of the interview. And yeah, grip specific information, I think, is more focused what we're after. Um, oh, this will be How about this? I, um, I have been 
in my head putting together a strongman con a, a grip contest that's disguised as a strongman contest. So they're all strongman events, but they're all grippy strongman events. So the I first event would, would be a farmers for distance. You, know, you have a certain amount of time to mm -hmm. do a certain amount of distance. And then the second event is a Hercules hold for time. With golden potatoes. And what you <laughs> with rolling handles. <laughs> well, it would be fun. it would be maybe maybe like a, a pinch Hercules hold because that that would be really interesting to see. I, yeah. I don't know if I've seen that before. Um, and then your classic Max double overhand axle deadlift. Yeah. Um, and then you know a thick you know arm over arm I think would be a nice fourth event. And then. Um, I, I've been trying to think of a fifth event. What do you guys think? And maybe the, the viewers can comment down below what they think. Well, you need a sled pool that's disguised as a, as a normal sled pool, but the handles need to be rolling handles. I mean, that would be brutal. Yeah. As, as or you a, need to pay some kind of contribute to Atlas Stones, but grip form. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So um, like, a, like a stone hold, like where you pick it yeah. up and then you, you just hold it. Because exactly. that, that's all right there and then yeah, I think exactly that no tacky stone holes that would be brutal or we could make ode happy and just do moss but then no one would sign up for the content yeah exactly <laughs> so uh that's neat that competition was the first thing that like got you motivated about grip for me it was actually like more of the feats like uh lifting the blob closing the number three hubbing a 45 um lifting the inch that kind of stuff seeing people yeah, do those feats was just like mind-boggling to me I, I was not aware of any of the feats or any of the strength culture i found grip first and then that was kind of my launch pad um to discovery of you know like nail bending and yep. you know steel bending and uh apple crushing and card yeah, apple crushing yep I didn't want yeah, to. I didn't want to be a deck of cards. That was definitely one of the ones I wanted to get. I didn't want to be a magician, so I didn't go for you know apple crushing and card tearing and steel bending. <laughs> Those are all tricks. Yeah, I I haven't. I, the only one I've ever done is a steel belt bending. Uh, Melody um, came to the training hall. Uh, Schoenfield, I think is how you say her last name, and uh, she she brought a bunch of bunch of steel and you know she was like oh yeah you do it like this and i was like oh how, how do you do it like this like this uh, here and she's like oh that was good here try another one well, here you go and i think i got up to like a like i don't know it was like 120 pounds i don't even know if that was good but like i got the technique immediately it, it mm -hmm. just made sense like you use your elbows to drive you know through but like i i'm too cheap like, i'm not gonna buy anything yep. <laughs> that i'm gonna break and then not exactly again it's like uh like those people that uh, buy you know crates and crates of phone books yeah, exactly in their closet okay it's oh. so time to go train okay i gotta <laughs> i'm done i gotta bend some steel and i'm all all right guys grab my elbows and pull them back so i can get in the right position because my arms don't go there so i'm like <laughs> Just Gumby stretch me real quick so I get in the right position and actually bend this steel. And I'm not disparaging. I I, I love it. It's really entertaining stuff. Is it's I'm glad you guys do it and I'm not though because uh, I don't know. It's just 
I like the arm lift, like the, the lifting something to lock out, putting it back down. Yeah. I think that's yeah. that's great. I like I like a lot of the other stuff, but as a, as a spectator mostly, I remember Martins asking, "It's like why why don't you why don't you try train strongman?" Like I, like I said, Martins, it's a lot of work, and it looks like it hurts, and it seems mm. expensive, yeah. and you know, just a lot of prohibiting factors. <laughs> Here, I look at you, look at me. There might be a little bit of a size difference here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I noticed but what yeah, I so noticed I is that... Uh, I think a stone hold would be a great finisher for that. that yeah. Oh, yeah. That grip comp. I mean... Uh, yeah, your arms would be fried by then, so for sure. Yeah. That'll go straight out and do battery hold, old style. Strong man. Oh, like, like out front here? Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be something. That Make it a pinch, nasty. though. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I've I pinching has always been my uh, my weakest of the uh, you know the thick bar, the rolling handle, and the pinch. The pinch has always been not my strength. Um, I'm getting better at it, and I think it's I don't know if it's what's 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 what my block is i don't know if it's like a hand anatomy thing or um or what because if you look at other folks that are messing with the rolling handles about where i am mm -hmm. uh their pinch is usually stronger so i'm 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 wondering what's lacking on my end um i've been met i messed around with my uh, technique a little more and uh, more fingers over less fingers more thumb wedge and um you know i tried the thing where you try to bend the bar in and, mm -hmm. and all that stuff um but i think i think i'm gonna once i you know again prohibited by space get a saxon bar like an actual saxon bar. yeah for sure of the Saxon bar. I think uh, we'll have some numbers go up, but I've been using a um, branch uh, block that's attached to, you know, a loading pin. And mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's been getting me, getting me through. I mean, it's something's been working because I went to the training hall and I did pull 80 kilos on the Saxon bar. So it, it's, it's up. I can get it. I think what, what the issue is, is in competition, Saxon bars, almost always the last implement that's tested in the competitions that I'm, yeah. that I'm yeah. part of, you know, after, you know, four or an, if it's a four attempt contest or an unlimited attempt rising bar contest, whatever, by the time we get to the Saxon bar, I'm pretty toast. Um, and I think, but, 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 you know, that's not an excuse. Most people are. Yeah. So still we'll pulling see. 80 kilos. I, I know. Mean, damn near 180 pounds without training. even uh, in training. I'm trying to yeah, but I mean, without having one at home, that's pretty darn awesome, honestly. A lot of guys would, yeah, say that's damn good. I don't think I. But I, I mean, if you if you look at it, that's a little just under what your max is, and yeah, that's insane. Yeah, and we have one here in the garage, so you know. Yeah, that's that's really good. What's your guys's uh? What's your guys's weight class? Giant. <laughs> no, are you ninety? Uh, I'm probably like a hundred kilos. <laughs> Okay, one hundreds. Yeah, I, well, I almost uh, I almost weighed in at uh, at a hundred at the at, at the LA Fit, um, but 
it was known in that weight class. So I, I, I took my shorts off and I was like, okay, we'll, we'll go in 90. You so do I wasn't 90, taking yeah, this one too seriously. I don't know what I'm at. Yeah, I, 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 I used to do super heavyweight. I was 125 mm-hmm. kilo plus, right? I see you trimming down. I see your updates. And I'm yeah. uh, 100 kilos You're now. 100 kilo now, yeah. So I don't know what it's going to be like now. It's a whole new just animal of great ball game now. I don't, I don't know what I could lift. I don't know anything. It's so much different. Well, you better get yourself in a contest. I know. I'm going to. We're hosting a contest this weekend, actually. Yep. Is this your Super Series? No. We are uh-huh. last to go in Super Series. What is the uh, What are the implements you guys are uh, doing for this contest coming up? We're doing a deadlift car uh, hold, car hold but... for time. Yep, the 1971 Nova from the movie Death Proof. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We got a, a hub in there. Rolling Thunder, of course. Axel. It's the uh, 21st anniversary of the Rolling Thunder, and we're honoring Todd Beecraft oh, for it because oh, he uh, started the Pacific Northwest Rolling Thunder. And then we're ending with another hold, Silver right Bullet Hold. Yeah, so it's going to be pretty brutal. Man, so the Silver Bullet Hold is... It's tough. It's 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 a tough one, because um, you got to train it. If you don't train it, you're gonna lose it. Yeah, and oh, yeah, we got uh, pinch block in there too. Oh yeah, and pinch it's block. no fun training. It's it's no fun training that one. It hurts. I I, I you know you you I, I try to do it once a week or so, but it 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 smarts. I don't know if it smarts for you guys, but like at the end, I feel like my hand just gets locked up in that, and then it, gah, the rolling thunder. Like no, on the silver bullet. bullet. Oh yeah, silver bullet's brutal, dude. I've been focused yeah. on. Um, right now, I'm also working with Ricardo too. So is Adam. It's yeah, we all we're all working. We're all coached Ricardo. by Ricardo. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been focused Bro. on uh, getting the Mash Monster Zero. That's been like my major focus. Like period, just Mash Monster Zero. So I haven't touched a fat bar in months. I've been doing mm-hmm. some pinch stuff, but I've mostly been doing just grippers. And my hands feel stronger than they have before. And the nice thing about this comp this weekend is everything's rising bar. So it'll be kind of neat to see like what I pull, but I have no idea what I'm going to, I have no idea what to start with and I have no idea where I'm going to end. So it's just going to be fun. I think everybody should do at least one rising bar contest a year. That's the best. Yeah. Okay, it's going to kick us into intermission right here. So uh, let's come back there. Let's come back in five minutes on the second link I sent you, and uh, we'll talk about why we should do a rising bar comp. Okay, sounds good. All righty, cool. I'll see you in five minutes, man. All right, we're back, guys. So uh, what we were talking about, uh, rising bar, why should somebody do it at least once? Yeah, I think everybody should do at least once, uh, once a year, once a season, if you will. Um, really just to test out their, their maxes. Cause yeah. when you have four jumps, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta figure out what your jumps are. And yeah. I always, I always go into the, the, the four jumps is having a, having four lifts, not necessarily planned out, but kind of having an idea. Mm-hmm. I never go in yeah. with set numbers. Usually have like, I want to hit a PR, you know, I'll be like, I'll go yeah. in with that attitude. And usually, depending on 
how well training is going and what the implement is like, you know, I want a two and a half kilo or like a five kilo PR or like how maybe 10 kilos, you know, if I'm really feeling hungry. <laughs> um, and so you'll, you'll, you'll approach your, your four attempts and you'll be like, okay, my first attempt, I want to get something I'll know I'll get. Yeah. A second attempt, absolutely. I'll take, something I, I, I should get. Um, and then my third attempt, I'd, I'll, I'll, uh, take an attempt on something that I'd really like to get. And then uh, the fourth attempt is something you'd be dreaming of getting. Yeah. Uh, so the, the third one should always be a PR and the fourth one should always just uh, room for room to surprise yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And then for rising bar, I think it's, I think it's just great because you can just keep going. You're like, you know, if you, if you hit your PR, you can keep inching and keep going and be like, oh, pushing, pushing to the next level and, you know, really, really finding where your limit is for all, all of your attempts. It's, it, it, uh, it's a little harder to run a contest like that unless you have like, you know, set jumps that are, you know, standardized for everybody. Um, yeah. Nice thing about grip is usually they're pretty small, the contest, so. That right. does help keep the time down. Usually, only ten guys competing or something, fifteen guys. Right, and uh, you know, uh, Bill Weiss is the manager, the you know, the floor manager for the the, the strongman and arm lifting and the Moss stuff over there for uh, the the uh, LA Fit Expo. And we had the rising bar for um, a couple of events, I think, um, and. But yeah, it was a rising bar for the, the the Ukrainian deadlift, which is the they had the power stairs set up, and then the in the and they the deadlifter will stand on the on the top of the power stairs, and then the weight goes through the bottom, and they have to pick the weight up oh, basically yeah. from the a super deficit from their toes essentially. Yep. Yeah. And that, they had the, that strongman uh, Ukrainian deadlift as a rising bar, and I thought that I was like, uh oh, this is going to be a nightmare, uh, but it yeah. went really smoothly. Um, so it, you know, it's just having a, a team that, you know, knows what they're doing to run, run the, run the, run the event is a boon. It helps. Um, but yeah, horizon bar is great. I think they're great. Um, but I also like the strategy, uh, to use a George Bush phrase, um, to, uh, using the four attempts. Cause then you, you can, uh, like, oh, I want my next attempt to be, you know, a quarter more than his and I don't know he just had his last attempt so I'm yeah. gonna beat you but I think that that's a little bit fun because I, yeah, I, I for sure as much as I like competing against myself I also really like competing against other people yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly absolutely. I beat one of the guys in our group by a little quarter chip you've done that to Jeff yeah. a few times beat him by a little one pound chip wow <laughs> but I think uh rising bars where I really the, learned the, how to do grab ball I was competing against a guy that would normally be here. I don't want to hear the name of that implement. Get I that love that implement. House. <laughs> became, it became my favorite implement after that competition. I think I pulled like a 15 yeah. kilo yeah, PR had, on it. Competing against a giant. We had a guy over here. Uh, we had a guy over here at the training hall, Cody Hoffman, uh, who is typically incredible with uh, vertical lifts, like the hilt and you know uh, things like that hurt bars, um, always, always hitting well over body weight. And, 
but I can usually beat him on on like the Rolling Thunder and the, the axle bar. But his grab ball was just spectacular. Just, I think he beat everybody, everybody. Like heavyweights included. And he's like, I don't know. I've never touched this thing before in my <laughs> life. <laughs> and I couldn't, I, it, was, so I basically, it was basically a hub for me. I just couldn't, I couldn't pick anything. I was like, so I think, like I said, I, hand anatomy is one of the things that really interests me. And I'd like there to be a study done on, you know, the different hands and yep. the different, you know, strengths of different types of hands. And like, you know, cause I, I was at the Arnold and I was looking at everybody's hands very, very close. Oh, for sure. You know, like, let me see your hands. Like Jim Johnson, let me see your hands. Yeah. Oh, your thumb does the, like his thumb goes like straight out into like this right angle thing. Like yeah. his thumb doesn't do this mm -hmm. 45 degree, it just goes straight. Yeah, I've noticed that on him, yep. And and it's, uh, so it's crazy everybody, looking has really different hands. Some people have bigger hands on one side than the other. And yep. you know, some people have really thick fingers. Um, I, and I pretty much almost everybody I compared myself to, I was like, I have quite small, normal hands. Like I'm like seven, seven, three quarters this way, about seven, three quarters this way. Like just, just kind of like in the nondescript, just kind of run of the mill, normal human hand. So uh, really weird hands. Like my, I'm right-handed, but I had two thumbs on my right hand when I was born. So now my my right thumb doesn't bend like this, right? Hmm. I can't bend it like this. It's just a little eh, thing, right? Oh. So this hand doesn't bend. It literally just that's it. That's all wow. I got. Okay. So the grab How ball is perfect. So the grab ball is perfect because I just smash the shit out of that thumb right into the uh, metal frame part and then just get all fingers in it. And that's why it's a good lift for me. That's why my wow. thumb just goes there. It's weird. But my that's spread awesome. my spread this way on my left hand is nine and a half inches. On my right hand, it's eight and a half inches. Wow. Because my thumb's so retarded on my right hand. So Man, it's like, just, I mean, I'm trying to train the left hand. So to about, get stronger, like rolling thunder and things like that, because it'll be the better hand if I could train it well enough. And then mm -hmm. weird ass implements are going to be right handed because I'm naturally right handed. So it's fun. Yeah, I don't I don't usually spend a lot of time on the weird ass implements. So like when when contests like King Kong come along, I'm always like, yeah. I'm going to go out there and have a good time because yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't practice on, you know, a, a finished ball. I don't, I don't practice on the grab ball. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to buy a Euro pinch, you know, or anything like that. Um, but like, it's, it's a, it's a really fun contest. I think it was the first multi-venue international contest that I ever took part in. So it was really cool to see, you know, like me thinking I was like, you know, the tits down here at, uh, in South in the southern california you know getting second place in a couple of contests and i'm like oh ho, ho. and then uh you know this international king kong and i'm like looking for my name and i'm like page two looking for my okay page three <laughs> <laughs> exactly. the, the international contests are are, are humbling but yeah they're uh, serious absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
And uh, I remember doing my first uh, LA Fit Expo and, uh, you know, there was uh, a couple of the Russians came out, uh, Alexei to glow um, and, mm -hmm. and Carl had a head to head. Um, uh, or I think I remember a dramatic moment with the Rolling Thunder uh, world record or something like that. Um, and uh, but yeah, they take they take the, the very seriously the, the European arm lifters from from yeah oh yeah absolutely um, and I like that intensity. I, I I don't know if you know I I, I uh, when it comes to big contests I uh, bring a lot of intensity and energy um, when when I'm when I'm pulling and not different kind than them. Um, there's is much more stoic and calm. Yeah, <laughs> mine's a little berserk. But uh, we love it though. So, hey, speaking of that, how often do you um, break a PR twice in a contest? Like, you get your third lift, which is a PR, and then how often are you able to stike yourself up enough to get like another lift beyond that? Because I always notice when I get the PR, for some reason in my brain, it's like, okay, you're satisfied. That's good enough. You, you beat your best lift by like two mm -hmm. pounds. That's all you're going to get today. And my brain just goes, nope, not doing more. <laughs> So how do you um, a, stay I've, fired yeah, up after you got a lift you're satisfied with? I've often broken multiple PRs consecutively. Thank mm -hmm. you, rising bar format. Yep. Uh, you know, hitting, hitting what, uh, matching a PR, I remember matching a PR at 45, uh, 145 on the double overhand, and then coming back 47 and a half PR, and then going back 150 PR. 152 and a half PR. So they just kept coming. Um, so you just got to keep stepping up to the platform uh, with, that, with that same energy. Um, and then, you know, hope that, hope you can do it again for the next implement. Uh, yeah. You know, going after, you know, and it, so I, I'll hit a PR and then I'll go, I'll go harder the next time because then it, it pumps me up and it's like, I did everything right. I trained. I this, this is I deserve this because I worked about doing it again. You know, it, it's 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 something I feel like I've earned. So I'm gonna go out there and, and I'm gonna take off that platform. That's that's how I feel about it. Um, yeah. So yeah, multiple PRs is is not unheard of. I don't. I don't. There there is no satisfaction. I'm not satisfied. I want more more power yeah. <laughs> exactly. i would i would turn to the dark side probably <laughs> i always said if i could just inject steroids and only have them affect from here down i would do it <laughs> but start I, looking I, like I, that arm wrestler you know that just has one giant arm mm -hmm. someone yeah. did mention that, that i could use a tourniquet and then a blood recycler in my arm and then so they would the blood would stay isolated to my arm but i think that's a little no, <laughs> no that sounds terrible i want to try that no <laughs> yeah no uh the other thing i looked into was uh was fingerprints so uh your fingerprints help you grip stuff in a wet environment um but in a dry environment fingerprints are a liability so it made me remind reminded me of the movie men in black you remember men in black oh, so you just burnt off your fingerprints though you're saying 
Well, I haven't done it. <laughs> That's what it's, I was going to do. It's, it's, you can take it to that. I, I feel like, <laughs> the, you know, there are people who can and will take it to that level one day. Um, I don't know if, if people are doing that now. Would I be the first? No, I'll let other people do it. And then there'll be an arms race and we'll see what happens. Yeah. But... <laughs> Body no, modifications I'm, I'm and grip sports, seeing how far we can go. If I just right. amputate my arm, then I have to get a robotic arm technically. So can I still compete with my robot arm? Is that okay? Well, you know the the baseball players, the uh, the pitchers, they'll get they'll get hurt and they'll they'll undergo Tommy John surgery, which they yeah. have to like stretch the tendon and then reattach it, and then they come mm -hmm. back. And some of them can throw even faster because yeah. the tendon's shorter, and it, you know they throw, or they're able to throw harder. So I'm wondering. You know, if you could do something in your forearm and, you know, like make place it with a really larger tendon in your body, you don't. Can I just get yeah. some cables? Just yeah. Put into my arm, please. I'm going to put my tendons. I'm going to put my hamstring where my foot, where my forearm <laughs> is. Exactly. Forearm goes. Like that tendon up here. That'd be great. How these little babies can't walk very well, but man, I can grip like a son of a gun. <laughs> Pretty much have to crawl because you can't walk anymore. I mean, that's how I am now, right now, with this injury. I'm crawling around. That gets the but same. I was joking. I was like, uh, you know, if I ever have a debilitating back injury, I could just uh, install ropes and just pull myself across the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll be fine. Yeah, I've got the, I can, I got the, maybe put a wheel on my butt and then just. Scoot around. <laughs> wow, this is this has gone off the rails, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but somehow all still grip related. Indeed. So, uh, yeah, I told you my big goal right now is closing the uh, Mash Monster Zero. I've been aiming at that for quite a while. So, what is uh, uh, about a hundred forty pound gripper? I think the one that I'm going for is a one thirty eight. I have a one thirty eight number three sitting around, so. Think I'm gonna go that for like three. equivalent to on the captains of crush. I don't I don't know the other the other like grades. So what is that? It's a, it's a low number like three. Yeah, it's a low three. Yeah, the Mass Monster Zero is either yeah, it's a three or a GHP seven. Okay, the most and I've ever closed is two. Because the most. And it's just a close from like a parallel set. So. Okay, like a credit card. Or? No, like a parallel set. So like a. Like a, I don't know, it'd be like a fifteen millimeter. No, it'd be like about a twenty millimeter block. Oh, so you you can you can get it yeah. down in there. Yeah, exactly. The offhand. I think what I found that helps with the with that is not just you know repping like this with mm -hmm. the gripper, but repping the repping the set. Oh yeah, for sure. With your off. Yep. Because like, you know, especially on silver bullet. When you don't want to waste your your squeezing energy mm -hmm. on your squeezing hand, uh, you know, using your leg, using your your off hand to really set it and uh, save your your squeezing hand, uh, the energy is, is really beneficial. So I, I what I like to do is I'll I'll train uh, this part just as much yep. as this part. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I can easily get that number three way beyond uh parallel with this setting mm -hmm. hand and just a tiny bit of help from the other hand that yeah mm -hmm. having a strong setting hand makes a huge difference i agree so I, i've done a three for a silver bullet but i've never right. closed anything beyond a two i don't think i could 
think. Yeah, they're pretty specific. Uh, yeah. It's a very specialized form of grip strength. That's a weird one. So what's uh, yeah. what is your current big goal in grip? I mean, right, honestly, to get healthy. Um, um, I think I've been forsaking full body strength for, you know, maximizing my gripping. Yeah. And, uh, um, like, I don't remember the last time I've done a sit-up, for instance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Joe so Hodgson will tell you I, about I think, that I, one. I think my I think my grip will improve once my once my you know health improves and my overall lifting improves. Yeah. So yeah. I think I because you know I, when I was going up for that lift, even that three twenty five mm-hmm. that I hurt myself on, even when I was going up to that, you know, I was wiggling my hips before, and I was like, "Ooh, these are tender." Like they, yeah. my hips didn't <laughs> feel good going into that lift. Um, yeah. And I didn't think of anything of it. I was like, oh, I probably bumped into the counter or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I think I think there's just I think I've got to, you know, sort of reevaluate, you know, my body, and kind of uh, talk to it and figure out what I need to do for my longevity because arm lifting has deadlifts in it. And as sad as it seems, you know, 350 pounds is heavy. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. Um, and and you can hurt yourself uh, lifting 350 pounds in the end. You know, you can you can debilitate yourself in the end. You know, for the first two days after I hurt myself this time, I wasn't walking right. Like I couldn't really move my right leg well. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know, keep that going. So I've got to, I've got to focus up on healing myself, getting stronger in all the right places and not just the forearms and the fingers. Um, Cause you know, we're in it, we're in it for the long haul. Exactly. And uh, yeah, for sure. in order to, in order to become a stronger gripper, I've just got to become a stronger lifter overall. So uh yeah that's that's kind of my goal but i think you know goal is you know place top 10 in the super series um i think that's going to be a real challenge there's a lot of really talented people and the sport's growing every time um every contest there's you know someone new i'm and like i was looking at the uh the leaderboards and in every weight class, there's at least three people uh, this year that put a top ten lift on the board. That's so, awesome. Like, That's cool. Yeah, like records are being broken. Yeah. Lists. It's harder to get on the board every every contest. Like, like I used to be on the board like three or four of them and not, you know, putting all these, all these new names in. And I'm like, Oh, it feels, it hurts seeing my name go <laughs> lower, yeah. and lower and then disappear. And I'm like, I'm so glad the sport is growing, but why do they have to be better than me right off the bat? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> why can't you wait a couple years? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, no, but, but it, it's, it's really great. It's really great. Um, 
my my goals are probably if I want to put it into numbers um, with the three lifts, I'd like to get um, one probably the, let's be conservative, close out the year with 155 on the axle, which would be a two and a half kilo PR as of right now, and 77 and a half on the Rolling Thunder, which would be another two and a half kilo PR, and then 80 on the Saxon, which I've done in training. And it's just about time to do it in, in a competition. There's there's time to do it. It's, we're half, not even halfway through the year. Um, oh yeah, plenty of time. Yep. Yeah. The I'm worried about the super series though because the, the first the first stage is is my bread and butter. I'm good at rolling rolling handles. I'm good at thick bars. Um, I'm I'm good at vert. I'm pretty good at vertical lifts depending on the on the handle. Um, I'm less good. At, I'm, I'm less good at this grip genie hilt than I am. I am at a Excalibur, for instance. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Um, maybe. Um, maybe it's my chalk chalking approach. Or I think it's a texture thing on the hilt. I hate I that stupid so. thing. Yeah. I yeah. lift that thing once a um, week on Ricardo's plan, and I hate that stupid thing. <laughs> yeah, because I know on on other on other uh, vertical lifts. On other vert bars, I can get up to you know like uh, 150 kilos. Yeah. Um, but like on this one, I'm struggling to get body weight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I found the same thing too. Uh, I could easily crack uh, 225 or so on a regular like a two inch V bar, but on that thing, mm-hmm. I was well under 200 pounds, 180 pounds or something like that. Yeah. And then uh, the second stage of the super series even less. is it's a tough is, one pinching and i'm not a good pincher so i've got to i've got to collect all my points in the in the first first stage and then you know it's 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 going to be you know a pinch tacular until what is it august is the second month second stage yeah so Mm -hmm. i'm just going to be pinching my brains out until then um and that's not fun (laughs) because training up for the la fit um you know, I was, I was doing pinch twice a week. Yeah. Um, I would do a heavier pinch and then I'd do a lighter pinch for more reps. And I started getting like a, like a tendonitis in, in my, uh, in my forearm. Yeah. Um, so I would, and I would just lose top end power really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I don't know if I can, you know, train print over train pinch, uh, for the super series or just got to go once a week and hope for the best. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Maybe some thumb work and some pinch work, you know, break it up a little bit if you can. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So the super series, I, I really, I really hope I can do top 10. I really hope I can. Well, we'll, it'll all shake out if I'm, if I, if I'm not top ten in the first the first round, then I, I I'll just officiate this. I'll just be like, oh, you know, <laughs> no, I ain't getting this. <laughs> oh my back. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy um, you said about getting your overall body strength stronger. Like some guys that have been in grip for a long time and even like hold world records, like uh, you know Joe Hodgson from Australia. He hurt his back like messing around with the inch dumbbell. But you got to think, you know that's 170 odd pounds in one hand you're lifting. That's, that's brutal on the body. 
Yeah, we had the uh, the brother brotherhood of the traveling paw. Have you heard of that? Are you familiar? Yeah, yeah. We actually, were we're, part of that. we're Excalibur members. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we're so at the I was doing the uh, Knights the of the Round Table. <laughs> yes, I did the I did the Excalibur and the uh, the paw in sequential weekends, and then um, went to the chiropractor for like five or six sequential. Yeah, weekends. I think the paw is the most I've ever lifted in one hand. Yeah, I think I got up to like a hundred and freaking like sixty something or something with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can check the sheet right now, but it was, it I, you know, it was. It's not. It's not a healthy implement. Like, no, no, not at all. Thing hurts. You can just. It's. It's not. I don't even think that it's a grip grip implement because it's not. Like, no, it's just how much can you pull with one hand. Mm-hmm. No, it's like how much can your your freaking shoulder and back hold on to each other? Yeah. Really? Why yeah, endure really. the finger pain of four hundred pounds ripping into your hand? Yeah, it's not even like painful. Then the balls like of the the paw like fit perfectly to where it's like easy on your hand to pull a heavy ass weight. You know. Mm-hmm. And then the Excalibur was kind of like that oblong, that oval shape that you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. But the sword would be. I, I don't. I don't know. I haven't really held many professional swords like or swords, <laughs> i imagine they're not perfectly circular but yeah like more a like a sword hilt yeah for sure yeah um because i did i did fencing when i was like for, uh, one summer in middle school and the, the, it's not like a like a, like a knight's sword yeah. it's just mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like a toothpick long yeah toothpick. yeah exactly the needle for sure <laughs> different kind of sword um there's this have you heard of kendo yeah mm-hmm. like that this the, like yep the my brother and i both uh did kendo yeah growing <laughs> up in martial yeah. arts yeah we kendo, have kendo sticks laying around yeah, all yeah that stuff. i think that that would be a fun thing I, I i i got stuck in like a kendo youtube loop and i was watching it and i was like you know i bet there's grip folks that would be incredible with this because you know, to have that lightning fast wrist flick, I bet, you know, if you get, if you get some of these guys with these incredible forms, you could just knock someone out. Just go, it's funny. Um, it's funny. You mentioned that about the wrist strength. Uh, I can lever like a son of a gun. Like, and yeah. I didn't know where it came from and I can plate curl pretty well too. When we went down to Adam glasses, uh, I plate curled one of his slugs that weighed like, I don't know, 44 pounds or something yeah, like that. I got that too. Um, and he was like, well, that's really impressive. Like most people can't do that. Like tomorrow I'm going to set up some things for you to try out based on how strong you are on that. And mm-hmm. couldn't do any of it. Like, he's like, <laughs> couldn't do anything he set up. He was like, oh, wow, your wrist is really strong in that one motion then. <laughs> Very impressive. Here's another test. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out, you know, my work with swords and long bow staffs and all that stuff, you know, and really focusing on my right hand for all my mm-hmm. weapon work uh nunchucking actually wound up yeah nunchucking like a son of a gun um wound up actually helping my levering quite a bit and my plate curling quite a bit but that's it that was it so my <laughs> wrist is like prepped up and strong and ready for some serious grip so now i just gotta get the hand there mm-hmm. yeah i i was uh i i you know i i liked levering so i, I did buy a couple of hammers and you know did yep. the, i have an eight pound sludge in the trunk of my car um and I was doing that and uh, got pretty good at it. And then, you know, finger walking and all that stuff on the oh, yeah, for sure. 
Um, but then I, I got surgery on my on my wrist. I don't know, you can see the scar. Yeah. Yep. I had a, a ganglion cyst that was, you know, probably about that big. Oh damn. Just hanging out in there, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And for a while, like it was just Oh, for the first year, I, it didn't bother me at all. I didn't notice it at all. Like it was there. I thought it was just a bone. Honestly, I thought it was like mm, I'm, I'm a weird wrist bone all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, but then it started hurting and like I couldn't, I didn't, I lost a lot of range of motion in it. Um, and it's and it started like it started hurting and I was getting really sore and, and affecting me. So I, I had it removed surgically. Um, and after it healed, one of the things I tried to get back into was the the sledgehammer levering, and I can't I can't do it. It did it did there's something uh, structurally unsound in that movement now, um, and I don't know what maybe it's like the, the scar tissue in there or something, but uh, every time I do it, it really it it, it tells me not to. It's like don't do that, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> so that that's unfortunate. Um, so what I've been doing instead is, uh, you know, you know, Barry Bonds, the baseball player. Yeah. So if you ever watch him at bat, he takes his bat like this. And when he's waiting for the pitch. Oh yeah. Huh? Yep. Forth like that. So I, I do that. I, I have a, I have a baseball bat and I'll just, you know, snap my wrists back and forth like that for a while and I'll switch hands. That looks great on camera. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure. What to, are you really doing we'll make there? Sure to well, turn that into a meme for you. Yeah. <laughs> a Just a flick of the wrist. Um, <laughs> I'm Barry Bonds, guys. I'm not doing anything inappropriate. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's fun. Like, I, it's it's fun to find different ways to train the wrist beyond and hands and fingers beyond. You know, just the arm lifting lifts and oh for sure using other things i did i did one door frame pull up in my life i trained for that and you know um the only the only thing that i lost <laughs> um the only way i was able to get it was uh so i was really strong when covid happened because i was supposed to go to the arnold 2020 mm -hmm. so i was like peaking and then um COVID happened, lockdown happened, all the gyms closed down. And I was still really strong, but I wasn't working out and I wasn't really eating as much. Um, so I lost about 10 pounds. And I was able to do one finger fingertip pull up on a door frame. Nice. And then I started eating again, then I wasn't able to that do was it. Over. <laughs> you got it though. Check yeah. that off the list. Gold, yeah. gold check. Yeah. <laughs> I got it on tape too. Even better. Yeah. yeah, I think I only have one video of me ripping a full deck of cards. That's all that matters. <laughs> I don't, I don't believe in doing feats of strength without a without a video because if, if then it's just a tall tale. That's right. You know? I have I have a a, a friend Travis who uh, will go and he knows he's going to pick up the inch one day. He goes and every time he sees it, he he you know circles it and his eye and the size of his eye. So. He always goes up and he just out of nowhere he just makes an attempt, but he never makes an attempt to film it. And I'm like, Travis, you gotta film yeah, this, but one, one time you're gonna it. get it. It's yeah. not on tape, bro. You get that. <laughs> if you get it and you don't film it, I'm gonna say you didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, it's this guy. Uh, 
one day I was really fired up. The one day that I actually have in my whole life closed the number three, which was last September. Mm -hmm. I was just super fired up that day. And he made me record my attempt because he was like, dude, what if you get it? Mm -hmm. You know, and my, my Mm -hmm. mindset was I'm probably not going to get it, but what the hell I'm fired up. Let's give it the best shot I could. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I got it. It was ridiculously shocking. And I, I take haven't that got it shit. since. <laughs> yeah. I told you. <laughs> I learned my lesson because one day, one day I was at work a few a couple years ago, and I, I was telling you about the apple crushing. So yeah. I uh, had an apple at the office, and I was like, you know, just seeing if I could just snap it in half. Yep. And I did. I just I just ripped it right in half. And I was like, wow. Damn it. Like Why did I record it? So I grabbed a coworker. I was like, I know this is weird, but can you record me ripping an apple half? I just found out I can do this. And he was like, oh, okay. So we went to the kitchen um, and I grabbed another apple. These apples were eaten, by the way. No food was wasted in this store. I grabbed another apple and I just couldn't do it veins popping and your sweat beating down no i swear i can do it just give me a couldn't do it always record your feats yes absolutely sure you can can, man whatever (laughs) wasting my time So um, before we let you go, what uh, advice would you have for people that are trying to get into grip sport or that are new to the sport that just want to get their overall hand strength better and uh, become competitive in grip sport? Okay. For the people that haven't done it yet, my best advice is just do it. Just sign up. Just tag along with someone or go by yourself or reach out to anybody that is grippy on Instagram and talk to them and, you know, just do it, sign up. You'll have the time of your life and you'll meet great people. Um, and, uh, you'll find a hobby. I've never met someone that's done grip and said, this sucks. That's true. Yeah. You know, I think that the most disparaging thing I've ever heard anybody say about, uh, grip or arm lifting was uh, Martin saying it was the golf of strength sports. Um, <laughs> you know what? I agree with that, and I'm fine with it. Uh, you say <laughs> how much golfers get paid? I don't care. I'd be in golf. <laughs> Give me that million-dollar tournament win. Thank you. That's fine. <laughs> and I don't have 47 concussions after one game. Right. <laughs> right. But um, And then for people who are new and trying to get better, um, is get a coach if you yeah, can't yeah. find one or if you can't afford one um just copy what people are doing on the internet you know some of it's stupid um but a lot of it will help you know yeah. uh, you see the implements that people got and get them um if you can't get them you know figure Maybe. it out like that's <laughs> the thing about grip is like is you know, you can hang off of a door frame. You can hang off of a door. Um, You can, you can, you can practice with, you know, 
anything. That, that's the yeah. that's the cool stuff about grip. And I mean, then, you can buy a pinch block, uh, or you can get a piece of four by four and an eye bolt. I mean, you know. Yeah, I, I, Lee Genota is a is a he's a guy. He's really into grip. Very strong, um, Highland Games strongman type guy. He's an iron worker. He has this like a three by four, a hollow like just block, mm-hmm. and he slides it over his barbell and fills it with like towels and stuff and he uses that to to practice his his there you go it works easy peasy yeah Yeah, so i mean there's there's uh i remember when i first started training grip um i didn't have any implements but i realized that the sled at my commercial gym you know they have the vertical poles that you can push yeah yeah, they come out and they're the exact size of an axle. Yep, there so you go. I just, slid, I just slid, you know, weights over it, and I used the sled pushers as an axle. There you <laughs> go. Nice. No, I had to do conventional, um, but you know, it 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 was the beginning of getting my hands strong. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah. So if you're new to it, just thick bar, fat grips. Rolling handles, pinches, um, grippers, yeah, um, with the weird stuff. You know, every everybody's a, seems to be a machinist or a blacksmith in grip. Um, <laughs> you know, I think I, I think I'm the only one doing textiles and crocheting. <laughs> I'll crochet you an implement. Okay, that's all. Exactly. That so we got about a minute and a half left. Do you have? We got about 90 seconds left. You got uh, any other last minute questions for us or any other thing you want to say real quick? No. All right. Uh, so we've got a set of golden <laughs> potatoes coming to you. Um, are there any golden potato feats you've seen done that you want to try to uh, try to, you know, get on the leaderboards for or set a big number on? Well, I'm going to start by just lifting one of them and and take it from there um i i i have two loading pins so i could probably do a denny setup yeah um uh, i've never done a denny lift of any kind actually um so that would be interesting if my first denny lift was a a potato denny have you gotten your hands Um, on the potatoes at all yet no i haven't touched one i haven't seen one in real life I heard there's a nice. pair at the training hall, but I, I haven't I haven't uh, haven't dug them up yet, if you will. Okay. <laughs> right on. Right. Yeah. Well, we look forward to seeing what you uh, what you pull on them for sure. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Well, thanks for joining us, man. Take care. Yeah. Appreciate oh, it. Bye, potato fault. Bye. All right. <laughs> Take care, man. Enjoy Bye, the rest of your night.